This is Outspoken, the podcast that's not afraid to say exactly what you're thinking. Our names are Amy, Kate and Sophie Torber. We're identical triplets, but we often don't have identical opinions. So sometimes things can get heated. Outspoken covers all things reality TV, influencers, entertainment and issues facing women. That is so fetch. Thank you. Happy Friday, everyone. We are so excited here because, Kate, you got proposed to on the weekend and we were all so surprised. Oh, my gosh. It still hasn't sunk in for me. It was a big surprise because Reese planned it at our housewarming. So we had all our friends and family there and Reese decided to do a thank you speech. And I was like, why are we doing a thank you speech for people coming to our Mm. housewarming? And in front of everyone, he got down on one knee and proposed. And I, yeah, I still, it still hasn't sunk in. I think we should go to the audio because (laughs) I actually filmed this on my professional camera. I happened to bring the camera to take photos at the engagement. And I just Engagement. Oh, sorry. See, look, uh, yeah, the housewarming. And it was so funny because um, Reese's brother said to me, oh, better be, better be recording just in case he gets down on one knee. So I was literally recording and I could see Kate looking at me because she obviously thought I knew what was going on it's so funny because reese asked me today can you make sure amy doesn't play any of the audio from the proposal so hopefully he doesn't listen to this yeah we've got to play it you know it means a lot to us that you're all here to celebrate a a, you know a pretty special night i guess it's also a pretty special night and another reason um if i can just Oh my goodness. (laughs) I feel like this is very Jade Tunchi of Mm. us to be talking about this on the podcast and playing like snippets of audio. So apologies. Yeah, well, some people did ask us to have a whole episode dedicated to the engagement. We said we did feel too much like Jade. So this is just your little taste of it but people were calling for us to talk yeah. about it it's funny Jade Tunchi is mentioned because I burst out laughing because my dad as a joke said oh you're now betrothed and he didn't really <laughs> even because un- dad doesn't listen to the podcast he didn't get the joke now I feel like people want to hear about the ring what does the ring look like you know obviously Amy and I were not trusted with this information prior you know what? so that- we did not help with the ring at all that's the funniest thing Sophie seemed so cut that Reese hadn't told her that he was going to propose and if anybody knows Sophie she is literally like a sieve with information you could not trust her even though she probably wouldn't have told Kate she would have made it so obvious that Kate was getting Kate was getting proposed to because you would have said small comments like oh maybe you should do a tan or get your nails done yeah I would have suggested the nails and also maybe a different outfit like what were you wearing looks so nice but but how obvious would that have been if you suddenly said to me oh Amy I think you should go to the nail bar I'd be like okay do you you know what I'm cut about on Friday night I was going to at least tan my neck and I didn't. And I'm really regretting that. But at least, you know, we've got an engagement party that I can look nicer you at. You look lovely in all the photos. Well, well, it's quite funny, Sophie, that you are talking about the fact that you were cut, that you didn't know beforehand. Because a few listeners picked up a Freudian slip that you made. And we'll, we'll throw to that now. 
I'm actually holding a housewarming and I'm really excited because I love event planning and getting all the food ready. I mean, I'm saying event planning. It's literally like 30 people coming to my house. <laughs> I keep having a Freudian slip and referring it to it as your engagement party. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Why is it a Freudian slip? <laughs> I actually think, Sophie, that you have manifested this whole engagement and Kate should be very thankful to you. I feel like I've got to go and pick up some crystals. I feel like I'm very good at this manifesting mm. thing. It's funny because the only person who actually knew about the proposal ahead of time was our dad. So Reese did the very traditional thing and went and asked for your hand in marriage, Kate, which How I thought was that? really cute. Do you oh, know it what? So it was so funny because I was filming, obviously, the engagement and I turned around and we've got on tape dad going, I knew, I knew. <laughs> and the thing is, he hadn't told our mum. So mum was really cut that she well, didn't know. She had, like, dad had to get mum out of the house so that Reese could come over. And it was quite funny because dad usually wants mum to hang out with him. So I'm surprised she didn't think something was up. <laughs> the hilarious one liner, though, that we've managed to get out of dad and those of, who've asked him about the story is that the first thing he said to Reese when Reese asked was, what if she says no in front of everyone? <laughs> the other funny thing was we had this fire going at Kate's and this was the cool place to be at the party because our dad was just absolutely he was drunk. On. He was on it. And he was just dropping these hilarious one-liners. And he said that he got concerned at one moment because Reese said his very good friend, who's a girl, had helped pick out the ring. And I was like, Dad, she's married with the child. I do wonder if Reese wishes that he brought us to the jeweler with him because you've now made some discovery that your finger is like the tiniest finger they've ever seen in the store. Well, I don't know <laughs> if it's the tiniest finger, but essentially Reese took his really good friend Carly along and she had very small fingers. She was a size I. And um, so they got me a size K because Reese took in some of my Pandora rings and they measured them up. However, I always wear rings on the middle finger, which is of course bigger than your wedding ring yeah, finger. So what size are you then? So they, the guy looked at my hand and was like, oh, my God, that ring is swimming on it. You're actually a size G, G and a half. G, so does that mean they have to remake the ring? Well, yeah, they actually do have to remake the ring, which I was pretty shocked about. They thought they were only going to have to resize it, which apparently only takes an hour. But now he's saying it's going to take three to four weeks to completely remake it. So he's allowed me to keep the ring that is too big and he's put some sort of plastic on the back of it so it won't slide off. Well, I've got to say, I think he did an amazing job. It is a beautiful oh, ring. Amazing. You guys, anyone who wants to see it will have to go to our Instagram account because poor Sophie stitched Kate up. She put <laughs> photos of it up. She put photos of Stitch a video of the ring. Well, I thought thought these were private videos and then um on sunday night when i was at reese's parents house i saw it pop up on instagram and i was like i look like such a wanker private videos who else would they be for (laughs) i i made kate do a full-on well i wouldn't say photo shoot it was literally taken on my phone but i really wanted you to get a nice engagement photo because at the time it was really hard to get one oh Oh, my gosh we have to share the photo that i took because obviously i said i was taking photos of the housewarming party that turned into this engagement and I took this really beautiful photo of Kate Reese and their dog Shadow and I was admiring I was like oh my god this is perfect like he's in there the little baby anyway I zoomed into Shadow and he's got like his old fella hanging out he's With got a red rocket red started. rocket going on and I was like oh my god well, you told me you were gonna photoshop it out but I ended up having <laughs> to just crop him out but he's, he was very excited about the announcement now, well if you guys are interested in finding out more we are going to put a reel up from the night that I filmed and it's pretty funny so I think you guys should check it out <laughs> it's on instagram at outspoken the underscore 
podcast. Also, I wanted to say a big thank you to one of our listeners, Jazzy. She was so sweet and sent Reese and I this amazing hamper. I couldn't believe it. It arrived on Tuesday and Jazzy has been so kind in the past and sent us some amazing candles that she's created as a part of her new brand she launched during COVID called Be Happy Collective. So really, I highly recommend you guys go check them out. Yeah, check her out because she is so talented and her candles are amazing. I also wanted to thank everyone in the community for all their nice messages. I literally couldn't believe people actually cared that much. So thank you. (laughs) It's me, the betrothed. Sorry, I'm actually spoken for. Sorry. Mecca has come under fire for selling a sexual wellness product for your vagina. It is the second time in a fortnight the cosmetic company has caused a social media storm after announcing Gwyneth Paltrow as their keynote speaker at their Beauty of Wellness event in two weeks' time. Kate, can you first tell us about this product for your vagina? So the product has been launched by a company called Moon Juice, and the product is called Holy Yoni Oil. Oh my god! And it is said to be designed to be used for passion, pleasure, and daily maintenance. Now, the product comes in a 30ml bottle and retails for $73. Are you $73? Yeah, it is bloody ridiculous. And it is said to improve skin elasticity, soothe skin, and hydrate. So some people have clearly already purchased the product because it already has a rating of 4.7 stars out of 5 on Google. So you don't reckon that's coming from the brand itself? Yeah. Just giving themselves a good rating? Well, the reviewers (laughs) have said that their product is very soothing when on shaved areas and helps with ingrown hairs. However, it's caused a lot of backlash on their Instagram account. Let's take a look at some of the comments because they are quite funny. So Clementine Ford commented, oh no which had 73 likes to that comment. Another one said, an oil to keep my flaps smooth and supple. (laughs) Who would fall for this nonsense? That was also liked by 269 people. So you can see how people were reacting to this. It seemed like a bit of a joke. Mm. It's, I just think it's so disgusting because it's just making women feel insecure about their vaginas. Well, a lot of other followers picked up on the fact that Mecca has recently announced Gwyneth Paltrow as their keynote speaker at their upcoming wellness event. And a lot of people are questioned whether Gwyneth had anything to do with this because Goop, her company, have also sold products similar to this vagina oil. So not just her candle that apparently smells like a vagina? No. So, she, yeah, <laughs> she is very much into this kind of... I suppose, making women feel insecure about their vaginas. Mm, But then framing it as a sexual wellness product. Yeah, I mean, have you ever heard of men being, oh, buy this oil to put on your dick? Like, (laughs) it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm really confused about the whole elasticity thing because is it for women who have given birth? Because... Surely that's the inside of the vagina where the elasticity might be stretched. Well, but is there it is saying actually, it's tightening it or they're saying it's going to be more? Well, I'm so well, confused. That's the, that, that's the thing because a lot of people were confused in the comments and Mecca weren't helping at all because a lot of people were saying, well, where do you actually put the cream? Because yeah. the word Yoni can be confused for being vagina or for the vulva. So for those who haven't heard of the word yoni, because I only know of this word because one of my friends used to use the word all the time, very random, I know. So this is a male friend. Yeah. So the yoni is a Sanskrit word that has been interpreted to literally mean the womb and the female organs of generation. It also connotes the female sexual organs such as vagina, vulva, and uterus. So I feel like growing up, a lot of us have got our vaginas and vulvas confused 
confused. So for anyone that is still confused, the word vagina is often incorrectly used as a term for women's genitalia. However, the vulva is actually the correct term for all of the external organs. So this includes your pubic mound, labia majora, and menorah, clitoris, and the external opening of the urethra, oh aka God. the hole you piss from. Sorry, I can just <laughs> I'm imagine, sorry, Mom. I can just imagine <laughs> girls listening to this in the car with their boyfriends, and they're like, "What the hell are you listening yeah. to?" So essentially, the difference with the vagina is that it's actually the muscular canal that connects the uterus to the vulva. So this is where a baby comes through during childbirth. It's also where your menstrual flow comes through. Gosh, is anyone else more confused after hearing Kate's description? Well, essentially, <laughs> the vagina is, you know, inwards and the vulva is okay. external. So essentially, people are confused because the word yoni could mean both vulva and vagina. And people were asking Mecca on their social media page, well, hang on, where are you suggesting to put this? And Mecca were just like, oh, it's a topical treatment. So a topical treatment essentially means it's applied to the skin. So, And they also directed people to have a look at the usage on the webpage. And the webpage literally said, apply three drops topically. It sounds to me as if Mecca have absolutely no idea where this oil is meant to go. And it sounds just like a snake oil. Yeah, exactly right. And when I was looking through the comments, literally 90% were negative. And mm. I really think that they're, the person running their social media account needs a bit of training because it was quite clear that the comments they were replying were not adequate. I feel like this product, they're trying to market something and look like they're being really progressive by being into you know sexual health mm. and all that sort of Wellness. thing sexual wellness but then they've missed the mark completely because Mm. it is just yet another product that is disguised it's another product to tell us you're not good enough as you are you now need to be worried about how wrinkly your vagina looks it's also a dangerous product because it's not clear where you put it and if you are inserting it up yourself then you know, that's going to cause a lot of health issues. But I feel like so many young women are already quite sensitive about that sort of area anyway. Mm. So we've got a combination of young women who are assuming they're having to use this product to be sexually appealing to men. And then they're having no idea how to put it on or what to do with it and wasting $73 in the process. But then it's also having the reverse effect where if you're putting putting Mm. that up you're going to have it's going to mess with your ph levels Mm, and you're probably going to go need to see a doctor yeah well it is really interesting to see how mecca are moving into this sexual wellness space and of course as we touched on earlier they did receive a lot of backlash when they announced that gwyneth paltrow will be appearing at their event and i suppose this relationship with gwyneth is really controversial considering in early april she was slammed after she appeared in a video for vogue where she applied sunscreen like a highlight lighter now she said in this video i'm not sort of a head to toe slatherer of sun cream but i like to put some kind on my nose and the area where the sun really hits now sun cream really should be applied in an abundance you should be putting a teaspoon of sun cream on your face and seven teaspoons on your body so to say that you're using sun cream as a highlighter is extremely dangerous especially when gwyneth is promoted as being in this health and wellness Mm. space So for Mecca to align their brand with Gwyneth seems very stupid and a lot of people are very angry about it to the point where they're wanting to boycott this event. Yeah, well, that's not the only controversy Gwyneth has been involved in. A lot of her products uh, under the Gloop brand have been very controversial because, for instance, they sold this egg. It was a jade egg. A jade egg, yeah, that you inserted up your vagina and 
there were all these doctors and gynecologists who came out and said, this is going to lead to a lot of issues for women if they are to insert this inside themselves. And there's a few other products. Can I hers. ask, what was the point of the jade egg? I'm confused with that as well. It was like to tighten your vagina. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, she, she's only just settled a lawsuit around the jade egg. So it, she's also, still selling it as well. Oh, wow. This well, is, I mean, this is such a poor move for Mecca. Obviously, mm. they're trying to be progressive and do something a little bit different that makes themselves stand out. But I'm sorry, this is not the right ambassador to be aligning yeah, with. Yeah, especially a woman who has also confessed to being purposely stung by bees and promoted vaginal steaming. Like, women do not need mm. this sort of crap on the market. Do you guys think it's a case of that their marketing manager or whoever is head of their PR just sees the name Gwyneth Paltrow and goes, oh my God, that's amazing. She's a huge celebrity. What a coup it would be to get her at this event. But they don't actually realize what real women are talking about and what they're thinking about. uh, I actually think it's a strategic decision from Mecca, especially with this push to move into the sexual wellness space. They did come out and say that they had made the decision for Gwyneth to be their keynote speaker before the controversy around the sun cream video. I think it's clear also from this alignment that they are trying to target an older demographic of women you know really yeah well Gwyneth Paltrow is in her 40s I think they're trying to target they're trying to move away I actually think she's 50 well oh my in that God. sort of age range they're trying to move away from 20 year olds who probably don't have that much money or the need to invest in skincare so they realize how big the skincare market is slash the sexual wellness market Sorry, so she's actually 48 but do you think that older women who are presumably in long-term relationships give a shit about what their vagina looks like i think it's for impressionable young women who are new to the dating world women that have gone through childbirth recently yeah that's true yeah i do think that this has been brought out to play on women's insecurities and create this issue in people's minds so they buy more of this product and we've seen it throughout the ages because i mean all women's products were marketed different products to play on her insecurities you know you've got wrinkles you need this product yeah when are there ever products that are that have marketed at men that are like no, and, it, and it annoys me that it's under the guise of wellness there's an, yes. you know there's nothing safe about inserting oils up your vagina yeah this is the best mac and cheese i've ever had in my life oh my god it's unbelievable take it back i can see why it's so expensive tastes absolutely insane Late last week, UK influencer Anastasia Kingsnos vlogged her overnight stay in London to celebrate the easing of COVID restrictions. The 20-year-old travelled from Manchester to London by herself and shared the experience with her 1.3 million followers. Amy, can you tell us about this video? Yeah, well, I actually loved this video. It has got a bit of backlash online, but it was I found it really interesting because I'm a sucker for all of the UK YouTubers, and Anastasia is very well known for her food videos. So if you like watching people people eat food this video did not disappoint but not in like a pervy way no, i not, feel like that's one of those no 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 oh yeah i'm, I'm watching an 18 a 20 year old try eat food in a pervy way well, it's kind of, no you're not <laughs> but it's like a mukbang way you know yeah. she always and, eats this a lot of fast food, a lot of the food yeah. that you want to be eating. Also, I find it interesting from the perspective that I love seeing what people like eat in the UK, like yeah. the lollies mm. and takeaway compared to what we have here in Australia. Yeah. Well, she showed what she ate on the train and it was all sort of Tesco. Sorry, it wasn't Tesco. It was another well-known brand. I think it was Sainsbury's food. And then she went to her um, her hotel in London, her very lavish hotel that costs $1,000 a night. She was upgraded and she showed off a lot of the room service 
meals, which one of the meals included a 36 pound full, full English breakfast. What the hell? 36 pounds mm. for breakfast? This, this breakfast was clearly not designed for one person. No. That was clearly oh. designed for a family because it was just anything you could think it of. It was like amazing. Pastries. I'm assuming it was very food. Instagrammable. It was very Instagrammable. Yeah. But it wasn't the food component of this vlog which shocked viewers. It was actually Anna's shopping haul. So obviously being in London, she went and did a bit of shopping. She hasn't been able to shop there due to the pandemic going on. And she bought herself two Cartier rings, which were each valued at over £1,000. So Anna told her followers she had bought the rings as a present to herself to celebrate her moving out of her home and the success of her collaboration with Skinny Dip. She also said the rings will sit sit alongside two other rings she purchased for herself which were for other momentous occasions in her life and the funniest thing was she said when she went into Cartier she obviously bought the rings and they normally put them in a Cartier bag but then they had to give her another white bag to carry out so people wouldn't mug her on the street wow this blew my mind I was like how am I 32 years old and I'm not aware (laughs) that at the fancy luxury shops they have to conceal the bag because you're carrying so many expensive items that's a sign that you clearly haven't purchased anything I don't have a Cartier <laughs> ring, unfortunately. I actually don't really like them. Really? No, I don't like them. I, I do have a fake one from no, I, Yeah, I've got a fake one. I'm more into, you know, kind of dainty jewelry. I think I think they're I think they're nice, um, but I personally don't like heaps of rings on my fingers. Yeah, I mean this week I've obviously got engaged and I am so paranoid about losing this ring, particularly because it's a little bit too big at the moment. And I'm always like trying to take it off but not leave it anywhere. So I can't imagine having like five Cartier rings on my Mm. hand and trying to look after them all the time. It's funny because Anna's purchase got me thinking, have there been times in your life, Kate and Sophie, where you have actually purchased something as a reward to yourself? Because it, it, it made me laugh because I've never actually purchased something so grand. I might go mm. and purchase myself maybe like a takeaway one night that you're well, really excited for That's what I was going to say because I remember when I'd finish a uni assignment, we would get ourselves a banana paddle pop or <laughs> if we were at uni, we'd treat ourselves to like a Big Mac meal from McDonald's. So definitely not a Cartier ring. Well, I, I do think it is nice to be able to acknowledge those milestones. Yeah, Obviously, mm. they was, those were big achievements for us. So I can completely understand if you have the money. Well, definitely. I mean, why not? Her paycheck is probably, you know, our McDonald's was probably equivalent to her getting a Cartier ring. See, I'm usually the sort of person that I buy myself something to commiserate, like if something goes wrong. Yeah. So, so like you're a, sort of an emotional eater or buyer or something so like that. So it does right. not surprise me knowing Sophie, does no, it? No, so like when I decided to get Archie after getting some bad news. I mean, I wanted him for so long and I thought, stop it, I'm going to go and get him. Well, Amy, you did get we did get Bentley and Gigi when you had that whole debacle with Channel 7. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe pets or something. <laughs> you know, you buy them for their love, really. Actually, I lie. I bought. I remember I bought myself when I got the cadet ship at seven a new watch because I love watches. Oh. So it, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a thousand dollar watch. I did but. love. I did love during her video the amount of time she said. I'm just going to treat myself. I want to have that mentality yeah. in life. I actually loved it. I know a lot of people have bagged her out online for that video for being tone deaf, but. I think that there's something quite special about Anastasia. You know that she hasn't grown up wealthy. So I actually do feel like she does appreciate 
all of the stuff that she has now. It does make me cringe a little bit, though, because we've seen the likes of Michael Finch, who, again, grew up with a pretty similar background, I feel, to Anastasia. And he has come out and said he really regretted buying all of those luxury items because he's now seemingly not in the same financial situation that he was then. And now he's kind of blown a lot of his money. But to be fair to Anastasia, she's buying these rings for milestones in her life it's not like she's just gone mm. and just bought them one weekend i and think she's a little bit more careful than that well anastasia has actually spoken about how she does invest in shares and she is looking into bitcoin and has a few properties on the horizon so i think she is a little bit better at saving her money than some of savvy. the other influences yeah Last month, Colourpop announced they were releasing a Lizzie McGuire-inspired makeup range. The range is really bright and colourful, and a lot of the colours in the range have been inspired by the Lizzie McGuire cartoon. The funny thing is, though, that Colourpop sent out PR packages to influencers this week, but one very important person was left off the list. This was Lizzie herself, Hilary Duff. So Hilary jumped onto her Insta story, and this is what she had to say. Oh, Sophie Turner just... um tagged me in her color pop lip gloss Lizzie McGuire post. I'm just kind of scratching my head, literally. Uh, why didn't they send me any? Curious. Definitely curious. I find it quite funny that Sophie Turner has gone and tagged Hillary in this post thinking, oh, okay, like this is a bit cute. And Hillary hasn't even received the package. Like what an absolute PR blunder from ColourPop. This is a disgrace. How do you not send it to Hillary Duff? I mean, she has almost 17 million followers. She does who, have 17 million well, followers. She does have 17 million who are all clearly invested in Lizzie McGuire and her life. Well, it's a, is, it, is it a complete um, PR F up or is it the fact that maybe they want to create more media attention around the brand? Because this is honestly the first time I've heard of the Lizzie McGuire range because Hillary mentioned that she didn't yeah, get but it. It was launched last month. So I would assume that this would have been an actual mistake. I think it's a terrible mistake because if Hillary shared it on her story herself, yes, we wouldn't have news articles about it, but people at home would be like, oh, that's great. She's wearing it. Looks still, it looks great on her. I wonder, I, if it, I wonder if it's got anything to do with the fact that the Lizzie McGuire reboot has been canned and Hillary actually spoke on a podcast about the reasoning behind it and she sort of spoke about how she had a different idea of what Lizzie should be like growing up and mm. that obviously it clashed with Disney's idea. Well, she's very protective over that character. Yeah, Lizzie. she is very protective. So maybe it's got something to do with Disney because I assume Disney would have to give Colourpop the rights to produce the makeup. While we're on the topic of Hillary, I feel like we've got to give a bit of a story time because we actually met her when we were 16 years old. I do remember turning 16 and we were so excited because Hillary's Sweet 16 song actually applied for us, which I'm happy about because I was so bummed out to be 23 when Taylor Swift's 22 <laughs> song came out. So basically going back to how we met Hillary. So we were such good little investigators back then because there were a few articles that appeared in the advertiser. The first was that she'd been spotted in Rundle Mall purchasing something from Cook High. So we thought, okay, she's clearly in a hotel in the city. And we heard that heaps of famous people stayed at the Hilton. So <laughs> one afternoon after school, we literally stood around there for hours on end. I think we had a sign. I can't remember. No, we didn't have a sign. We had a some artwork that some we artwork. had drawn for her with a card. It's very, that- <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's different. I don't know if that's better than a sign. The funniest thing was when we were standing out in the front of the Hilton, 
the bloody Foo Fighters walked out and we had no idea who they were. And someone's like, oh, is this who you're waiting for? Yeah. And we're like, suppose. So we, we snapped a photo with them. Anyway, so the next day in the paper, another article comes out about Hillary and it showed her in the Stanford Grand Hotel. So we were like, right, drove down there. We were so lucky because... I think we stopped and got Hungry Jacks anyway. No, we said to ourselves, because we'd waited outside the Hilton for so long, we were like, okay, we're just going to walk past the Stanford ground. We don't have all day to waste. So we walked past. Well, we really past. did have all day Yeah, to waste. we probably did. <laughs> we walked past and we saw her big security guard, Troy, who, who I, I recognized. And then um, Hillary literally came out. This was, uh, she was so lovely oh she was so nice and she smelled so good oh my god like vanilla or something perfume that she used to have (gasps) we love that was the best perfume i'm so sad they don't make it anymore because i used to get so many compliments about it i you know i've still got it do you yeah i bought like five bottles of it (gasps) do you know what that was (laughs) the awkward thing is we are no longer friends with the girl who we met her with and it was really convenient because she was standing on the end of the photo so we managed to crop her i totally forgot she was even there that girl because mum managed to like edit the photo as you said she was like folded out of every single edition anyway we probably will not be sharing the photo (laughs) we do not share any photos from high school and this was just a very embarrassing photo yeah we need to meet her again so we can update our photo well i think that's all we have time for thank you so much for joining us for today's very special betrothed episode (laughs) Um, if you have enjoyed today's episode could you please leave us a rating and make sure you subscribe on apple Podcasts. and can you also make sure you follow us on spotify and if you could please leave us a review preferably five stars that would be very much appreciated because this is our side hustle we do work full time so it makes us feel really happy when we read some nice reviews and if you do want to join in the conversation we are on facebook our facebook community is outspoken the podcast community come in and join the community i think there's nearly five thousand of us in the group yes it's lots of fun in there so we'll be in your ears on monday have a great weekend